Welcome to the Three Chicks One Cup Podcast. All right, welcome to Three Chicks One Cup. What's up, Stevie? What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? We have a guest with us. We got a guest. We got a guest. (laughs) You want to introduce yourself? Mario. Hello, I'm Tanika. <laughs> it's me, Mario. I like that. I like that. That was funny. That was funny. All right, it's your girl Ill Chick in the building, of course. What's up? What's up, y'all? Welcome uh, back, everybody. Happy to have everybody back. How was everybody's week? My week was. My week was. It was a week. It was, it was a week. week. <laughs> yeah, it's been a week. It's been a week. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been a week. How's your week been, Stevie? I want to know about your week. Damn, my week has been really good. I mean, just today in particular, great day, feeling good, motivated, inspired. I had a really? great. This is my mommy week off, so I'm oh, not good. mommy this oh, yeah. week. Yes, I have a whole week by myself and just staying busy. And you know, I've been mad productive, y'all. I'm not oh, even gonna good. hold you up. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's always good. Take how's your week, man? What you been up to? Um, it's been an interesting seven days. Um, Girl, it's Wednesday. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't want to know about last week. What happened this week? Like, no, I was just like, oh, this week, <laughs> this week uh, has been interesting. I returned to my government job. Your government job. Oh my god, everybody is talking about going back to the office. So you gotta go um, back in. Yes. Um, and it's been interesting. I injured myself on the first day, so that was I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means I don't know sit what your that ass means. back down. Man, I was like, maybe this is God telling me you don't need to be working for everybody. Yeah. But also it could be I know you think you don't need to work for nobody, but health insurance. <laughs> you know, so Nah. It, as balance. soon as you, how did you hurt yourself? <laughs> I tripped up the stairs. Oh um, damn! Yeah, it was my own doing. <laughs> and right as you fell, it was a meme on the floor that said, "You thought it was, but it ain't." <laughs> I sent to that. I sent to that video of Biden falling up the damn stairs of Air Force One. <laughs> Lord, <Jesus. laughs> I sure did. And then she told me she Nobody's was hurt. I was exempt. like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody's mm-hmm. exempt. That's right. God damn it. The cicada, mm-hmm. you, everybody." Yeah. yeah. No, my week has been uh, it's been tragic. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm, I'm just playing. I ain't gonna hold you. It's been all right. You know, I've been working. That's it. You know, another, another hold day. Hold on, Terry. Mm-hmm. Is this a matching pantsuit? Like, you know it. it's a set. 100% it's a set. appreciate you for blessing me a with this. Set. Yes, girl. It looks amazing. The I Thank see. you. She got it buttoned all the way to the, the fucking top, top. girl. Mm-hmm. I got my, uh, my eye and my, my little eagle I and see, shit. Girl, yes, I gave him a look sage. today at work. Yes, girl. I gave him a whole look today. I don't white shoes. Go ahead look today. Hot pink nails. My girl got yes. oh, I really wish I could paint this picture for y'all because she is killing it. She yeah. has on this um like emeralds and blue mm-hmm. uh, white gray, white the pattern. There's pattern. some hexagons in there. Hexagon mm-hmm. button up mm-hmm. top with the matching pants. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. And I had on white modesty. shoes. Yes, mm-hmm. BGM, yeah, BGM. Yes, girl. Okay. I tried. All right. So today, let's jump right into let's it. Let's get into this shit. Let's get into this shit. You know what I'm saying? What are we talking about today? I'm about to tell you what we're talking we about. We are... T- oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell y'all what I want to talk about. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting them revved up. And today okay. is a good day because I've been on one. 
Okay, so today, we're going to start a little bit slow. I wanted to know how you guys feel about, like, the dis- like the difference between women aging and men aging, right? Because there's this thing, what's her name, Tracy? Ellis Ross. Ellis Ross, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was in some magazine, I forgot which one it was, but she was talking about, like, you know, getting older and, you know, she doesn't have any children. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a beautiful woman. You know, the the guys go up for her. A lot of men do. Mm-hmm. You know, some have their opinion, whatever. You know, she doesn't have any children. And, you know, on Instagram, some men had something to say about her mm. not having any children oh. <clears throat> at the age that she is. You know? I didn't know. I didn't realize the conversation was because she didn't have children. I thought the conversation was more so about her being single. Also, that, that okay. as well, you know, uh-huh. she's, you know, a, a woman of a certain age, single, and also she does not have any children. Mm-hmm. And so when men are of a certain age, single, mm-hmm. and don't have children, or single, and they do have a whole bunch of children, you know, what's your opinion on that? I'm going to save mine to the end. Mm. Um... Because Miss Tracy Ellis Ross is how old? Yes, please. How old is she? You are our guest. You are allowed to go first, ma'am. I don't know. I believe she's in her 40s? late forties. Yes, she is. Late she's 40s? forty. Yeah, I think she's in her late forties. Um, I think that it's a trap. Um, this conversation about uh this sex aging and that opposite sex aging. Um, I think it's a trap, and I think it's supposed meant to propel women into jumping into relationships for the sake of um, having children when I'm not sure if medicine and science really uphold the notion that after a certain age you cannot have kids Mm. I believe that that's those ideas are antiquated Mm -hmm. just from the little that I know from my um, studies um, and modern science has put us in a situation where women are having children in their 40s. So mm-hmm. I think this kind of 50s overseas, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Damn Asians. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and in some parts of Africa, they're not like, you know. So I think that that it's a trap to have people rushing into a certain situation. And and men are are neglecting to mention that as they get older, um, sometimes the sperm ain't sperming the way it's supposed the to. The sperm don't be fucking sperming. It's not sperming the way it is. But, and I but think that's their scenario. Th- they don't. Oh, girl, don't give me a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that <laughs> many of us should just be minding our own business and not talking about what the other sex should or should not do at a certain age. I think that if what you want is a woman that's younger because you think that they're going to be able to bear your children, Mm-hmm. Um, which is not always a guarantee, then okay. just focus on those women and don't worry about the older women that you don't want. Yeah. As you sometimes say, young girls, business, really. right. They eggs don't be egging either. Okay. And right. I think um, those are all really good points. And I think the mindset was from generations ago. 
right that you had to get this younger woman to have your kids now we have like you said medicine has evolved in such a science has evolved in such a way to where people are having children in their late 40s women are taking care of their bodies now especially black women we're eating better we're working out we're you know we're staying balanced and men are too but just especially us so you do have more women able to carry um a baby at a later age so i think that's out of the door but i just don't understand how as we get older and we age together men's value increase women's value decrease like how does that how does that make sense how is it oh you need to get you a man who is in his 40s because he's this he's that he's this but you don't want a woman in her 40s because she can't do this she can't do that she can't do this like i just uh can someone explain (laughs) <laughs> can someone explain how is it that we're always getting dragged and we're always the um the the flower that once it's touched it's no longer valuable if you have sex with a woman she's no longer valuable to you but you don't want a man who's inexperienced like it's okay for him to have his whole phase or like anything that happens to us she gains weight you don't want her but you want a bigger man like you know what i'm saying like there's just so many i mean we all we all know the double standards between men and women but yeah but when does that yeah when are we going to say okay enough's enough as for me when I was reading the comments I was I was so thrown by it because I thought that you know at this point I mean shit we're in 2021 come on now like come come on right this shit cannot still be this cannot still be happening I mean Mm -hmm. it's gotten worse come on right because I'm thinking like she's such a successful woman you know what I mean like how can you be in the comments dragging right her for something like or yeah dragging her for something like this and I'm just looking like okay I mean because these comments were like I mean guys well if you buy a car and the engine don't work the fucking car is useless oh Hmm. so she doesn't have children she's not bearing children she's useless What's so the you're telling me in that scenario. Well, I was about to say why because is she's it the, her eggs. A, a woman engine? is right. A woman does not ha- doesn't have any children, because in the article, I guess she was saying like society. She was saying something about society putting that on women. Like once you get mm-hmm. to a certain age and you haven't had children, you know what I'm saying. She was saying something to that effect or whatever, and so that's what he was saying and my comment was like men should stay the fuck out of women's business that's basically and I said it and I meant that because that's how the fuck I feel about it this is not your fight um yeah I feel like with men right now if you're not standing with us you against us at this point. yeah because like, it's, it's not your fucking business I'm about to be what 43 and if you ask me why I don't have no kids if you're not fucking me um if you're not one of my closest friends or in my family even if you're in my family that's really not in your fucking business why I don't have no kids I mean I, mm. I, I really feel that way like you know I don't mind having a conversation with people if we're you know if it's a specific setting but that's just not something you just say to someone yeah I think that's a very inappropriate question and yeah. I think I mean I guess I know so many male feminists and so many men who rally behind us 
I think we're past that. Do you feel like you're still encountering these type of men that would even ask some dumb shit like that? That are yeah. our age group or like with yeah. younger than 45? Yeah. I feel like niggas in their 50s will yeah. ask you like, well, you ain't got no kids. I've had a 30-something-year-old man with kids of his own who at the time was single, <laughs> okay, <laughs> ask me why I, at the age of, I was 32 at the time, um, didn't have, wasn't married with no children. I was like, well, first of all, we're both single, so let's not get into why I'm not married because we both not married, okay? Um, second... Um, why are you asking me why I didn't prioritize that? Um, I don't think that's any of your business. And if that's somebody that you want, then why did we even exchange numbers? This is not a conversation that uh, my uterus is not up for conversation at the moment. And he was like, well, I just had an ex that was not able to bear me any children. There's, you don't know just from being in a relationship with someone whether their uterus can bear fruit. You don't know that until maybe that's a conversation you guys are having or you got or you get your fertility tested or something like that so i mean if that's going to be the whether we're together or not then i guess that's up to you if it were me and i couldn't bear children and you decide you want to leave me good riddance because i want to be with someone that will be okay with that you know what i'm saying and you as a baby father i don't feel like you should be talking to me about if i can have kids or not because you're a baby father so what does that mean (laughs) you're like so oh because he was asking you about marriage and you're like yeah you're asking me right you're asking about marriage and whether or not whether or not I can have children but I mean Mm. you're um, you're you haven't you don't have a history that says I'm a good husband and father you know what I mean I don't know what your your relationship is like with your kids so I just feel like that's not something you and I should be discussing on a first conversation like I that's this is the first time we're talking to each other and you have you feel like you have the authority to ask me why I didn't prioritize having children up to this point because I haven't met a man that I want my son to be like yet so Mm, here we are here we are that's so never spoke again and that was that yeah. Has, do you talk fertility on dates? Like, have you ever been on a date and someone asked you about fertility? I've been on a date with a guy, and I—I I, I mean, because I'm about to be 43, so this is a while ago. But I was in my 30s, and he was like, "Well, um, my mother had me when she was at 42. I was in my 30s, and I've told you this. I tell people all the time. I have never really wanted children. The only person." that I would have even had children with was my ex-husband. And it would have been a child, not children. Would have been mm-hmm. a child. That's it. He was like, I-, I mean, what do you mean? You know, I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want no kids. And he was just like, what do you mean? But we we could have a kid. I mean, you know, uh, you're you're not too old to have whoa, I never said I was too old to have a child. Oh I said gosh. I don't want children. Yeah, that's he was like no I mean my mother had me when she was at 42 I was like that is so awesome for your mother mm. that was the last day I went on with that man right <laughs> because you're nuts <laughs> you're nuts that type of person to me just seems like you know you really want to have a kid and you know maybe poking hole or something in a condo I mean you know that okay. kind of stuff just seems yeah, weird to me rough. dangerous yeah. I've never had anyone ask me about fertility on a date um, but I've definitely had dudes like overly curious about my child. 
Like, mm. oh, so what does she like to do when, um, you know, where, where, where's her dad? And um, have you guys ever been to this? Like, I one, I don't talk about my kid. Like, unless I kind of know who you are, I, you know, you're going to get the general, oh, yeah, I have a daughter. She's five. She's learning X, Y, and Z. And that's it. Let's wrap that shit up. We don't mm-hmm. need to talk about my kid, your kids, or children in general. Um, unless, like Tanika said, I see you being someone I want my kids to be like. Now, if if it's just a date, and that's so crazy because someone had mentioned the other day, like, yeah, your friends say that you like to go on dates. It's because you want to know what you like. I thought about that. Dates do not teach you shit about what you like. I mean, well, what you need in a relationship. You will go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying. No. <laughs> no, fine. Yeah, I feel like going on a date is only teaching you personality traits that you like. Going on dates does not teach you shit about being in a relationship. And I had to think about that because I'm like, oh, I go on dates because I, you know, I really want to know what I want in a partner. That's not teaching you that, sis. That's teaching you, one, what you like to eat at that restaurant. <laughs> and two, uh, do you like funny niggas? Do you like tall niggas? Do you like short niggas? Do you like, like, it's t- teaching you personality traits. That's it. Because I was thinking, like, when you in a nitty gritty with it with someone, you can't grasp that on a date. But anyway, that was my thought on that. I mean, it depends on how long, you know, the date is and how much time you're spending, unless it's the same person, mm-hmm. how much dating you're doing with that person. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, one date, no, no. Yeah. And, what and most of, date, of my, I think. And most of my dates date. are just one day. Yeah. I, I, it's not too many people I go on second dates with. Like, yeah. if I go on a second date with you, you probably gonna end up being my boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> I do not be Made the cut. It's, I, I mean, they're auditioning for a while. You know what I mean? Before they get the role. So, um, absolutely. I mean, if you, you didn't make it to callbacks, and you did not get a callback. Cool for the both of us, and that's fine. I would say I have a uh, 90% turnover rate. Nope, sorry, 97% turnover rate. They get the call from HR. You ain't <laughs> I'm make offering the cut, severance bro. packages at the end of the day. Like, no. Um, no callback, bro. Okay, mm-hmm. so furthermore with the aging or, you know, mm-hmm. that part of it. Steve, you did mention like weight and things like that with men mm-hmm. and women, right? So mm-hmm. because with men, for men when they get older right mm-hmm. what was it the, the Isley the, the oh gentleman. Ronald Isley Ronald Ooh. Isley right Ronald Isley right. out okay. here he went to Turkey or something right okay so for me for older men I think that they look very nice with like you know a little gray I like that I think it's very distinguished looking, mm-hmm. right I, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with him because I didn't find him looking you know I mean he did look he did look better than the last time we saw him in that video with you know the kales, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he was real, real. He was, oh yeah, he was beyond thick. He was like Mr. Big, man. right? He was definitely Mr. Big. <laughs> yes, and he was just looking like wobbly. You know what I'm saying? Wobble, mm-hmm. wobble. But he looked nice when he was on that versus. Um, but how do you think? What do you think about older men? Oh. I mean, like older, older. I mean, like for you all, it will be older, like, older. Like dating. Or... I mean, just aging older men I mean like you know 60s I ain't talking about like like do we find 70s. them attractive or 
I'm just I saying, like, you know how when be. you look at older women, right? How mm-hmm. men look at older women and they just want to toss them away. We don't toss older men away. No, exactly. And that's why I said as when as men age, they uh they wine fine or whatever. What do you call <laughs> ferment? I don't know the word for it. <laughs> but when we age, we it's like uh we're a flower. We bloom and then we crumble. But when they age, it's like, hmm, this not this me, baby. aged barrel. Okay. No, I'm saying that. And I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still blasting okay. yeah. I'm still a bulb. Okay. okay. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think we throw men away. I think we look at them with a certain level of prestige. I mm-hmm. think we look at them like as they've gotten better. Some people do. Some people mm-hmm. do. It depends on who the man is, right? You have the Ron Isley guy who takes, who learns, he matures, right? He learns how to take care of himself. He learns how to groom. He understands his health needs. He's taking care of his body. He's more financially secure. He's going to more emotionally secure you because he now developed into a more emotional being. Whereas um, you could also have, the nigga who is developed all these poor habits, you know what I mean? As he got older, he, he started drinking. Yeah. He not taking care of himself. He, not his back hurt. He got injured on a job, and yeah. you know, not he addicted to opioids. Oh, okay. Girl. <laughs> she was always the last one. That one. <laughs> Girl, you know, ever since I did that drug research, I ain't been That's the right. same. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch learned about some fentanyl and ain't been the same fent. I know, right? Well, go oh ahead. Gosh. No, but for real. So, okay, so my sisters and I always say this: like when men when men get older, like mm-hmm. they get a little thick. They get that grown man weight. That grown mm-hmm. man weight. You know what I mean? I, I like that. It. Like Ooh. I, you know what I'm saying? I like, mean, I like men. Period. But mm, a man with a little tummy. You always say that. Though. It doesn't. I mean. You do you do say that all the time, but I'm I do consistent. like. Yeah, you are you are consistent. <laughs> I do like like if they're thick, they have to have like the grown man weight. They can't be like that in between. You can't be like that, like tall and thin, but have like a little like a belly. No, you have uh, to actually have the grown man weight. Like there, there's not a drug dealer body to where be like that. skinny with their fat stomach because all you do is yeah. eat. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that for me. You have to actually have that grown man weight like that thick. Like that Garth thick, thick big ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like that grown thick, man weight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. The grown man weight. Yeah, I think it's a mixed bag with them even when they get older. The same, I feel like it's it's probably, it could be even too with um, when they're in our age group. Um, I've met some older gentlemen that have the same type of mentality that, um, women need to hurry up and do X, Y, Z and they only dealing with 35 year olds because they more malleable or whatever. And then I've been in a company of older men that are more honest and can openly say, wow, I'm really impressed by you for doing X, Y, Z where I find men in my age group find it hard to um, pay women a compliment when they you know, achieve certain things. So mm. um, I think it's a mixed bag. Um, in the older men and the men in our age group. Um, and it's important to just focus on the ones that you like. 
the pasta ones that you don't. <laughs> Wait, let me please read this meme to y'all. It was so funny. It said, free all the baddies stuck at home with some old boring get money nigga. Unk running a tight ship over there. Tell about Mr. Winston and retired from the streets and now own a mechanic, mechanic shop. He gave her mm. money for designer bags and shoes, but don't want her fine ass outside showing off. Talking about what kind of brunch in at 7 p.m.? <laughs> he's 52 and has an impeccable 40 caliber um he's has slightly uh, slight erectile dysfunction despite his a1 eating coochie skills okay that's that's niggas all right mr winston girl right we'll bridge in at seven o'clock not seven not sound stable and worried right I mean, I've always dated older men as a younger woman. I've always dated older men. Um, I remember, but then now that I think about it, it was disgusting. I remember nineteen, being 19 with a 41-year-old boyfriend. But we, you know, it wasn't like, I remember I got my first apartment and he took me to Target and cashed out everything, like fully, like got everything. And Detroit is called Art Van. It's a, um, it's a, uh, like value city kind of like the upscale value city but it's called art van and he got my couch my everything everything down to my iron to cleaning supplies everything and i was like thank you mr winston (laughs) 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 thank you mr winston until i found out he was running a whole porno shop out his house and i was like "Mm." oh i stole 500 dollars from him and left me and my mm-hmm. homegirl. <laughs> Me and my homegirl went over his house. And then that's why I'm like, this is how you know he was a predator. We get to his house and he like, y'all want some pizza? Pizza? But then he knew he was entertaining little girls. He got us some pizza and I felt uncomfortable. So I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I told my homegirl, like, go to the bathroom with me. And we go upstairs to his house. And it was all these TV screens and cameras. And he had plastic laid out everywhere. I'm like, you murdering these bitches? And so yes. I was like, let me get the fuck up out of here. But then I opened a door. And it was like kind of his master bedroom. And on the dresser was like all these stacks of money. I was like, bitch, let's take it and go. Girl, we took some of that money and got the fuck up out of there. That pizza came in. Never ate a piece of it. I was like, we got to get the fuck up out of here. I was like, we going to be right back. We dipped up out of that house and I ain't never seen or heard from Mr. Winston again. Uh -uh. (laughs) Actually, he added me on LinkedIn. And I was like, he knows his profession. Girl, Mr. Winston, I think he owns a mechanic shop. Oh boy! Yes, I think the nigga owned a mechanic shop. (laughs) Uh, Some he did some with cars because he used to have a whole bunch of cars in his backyard, and the nigga was in the porn industry. Shit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what his LinkedIn said though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yes, Um, okay, Mr. Winston. Older niggas, and he used to. I used to be a uh, waitress at MGM, and he used to come and tip me the fifty dollar chips. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me get him my number. Mm-hmm. So he was like my little sugar daddy boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mr. Winston. And it Martin has been the same ever since. I say mm-hmm. from 19 to 26, that has been my dating history. So mm-hmm. when uh, the name who we shall not say, KS, he had this girl on his show um, the other day. And she was saying how now she's beautiful. She's in her 
early 40s or late 40s and she feels like she you know she encountered so many amazing men but her mindset was so fucked up because she used to dating a certain caliber of nigga like sections and even her she has twins by this guy that she really loved her college sweetheart but she couldn't commit to him because he wasn't flying her here and buying her sections and doing x y and z he couldn't do that and so she was so wrapped up in that lifestyle here she is now 40 something and she wants to settle down but she doesn't even she can't even conceptualize being in a regular ass relationship I'm blowing my nose on my Chanel cloth like <laughs> <laughs> I cannot with Stevie. I cannot, yo. All right, we're gonna move on. To All right, next. wait, that good. All right, go ahead. So, what, did you have your bonnet on when you was doing that? And girl, I definitely have my had my Gucci bonnet. Well, I'll just wear. <laughs> yes, I got her bonnet on while she was mad. Mm-hmm. I did have my bonnet on. What, so what what's what's the conversation about the bonnets? Let's briefly touch on that. Yeah. All right. All right. Our guests can go first. Uh, what do I think about bonnets? I think they're wonderful for preserving uh, your hairstyle when you're at home and when you're in bed. But you do not That's think my bonnets thought should, on bonnets. You don't think they should be like if you're just running to the store, you. You're gonna unwrap your hair, take your bonnet off. You feel like that's the way it should be. Like if you see, no, let's just not say what it should or should not be. Let's right. ask in full transparency. If you were at a restaurant, let's say, mm-hmm. whatever, a hole in a wall like Olive Garden, you're, <laughs> you're, you're at, why not be a hole in the wall? Though? I'm joking. Dang. I'm joking. You're at a regular, regular Olive Garden eating some dinner with your family and there's a woman next to you with a bonnet on what is your initial thought is it oh she's ghetto she know better she should not be out the house looking that way or is it i see you sis that's cute um my response is not the latter definitely Mm -hmm. i i my response is not that's cute um i personally um would not um go leave my house on a an excursion of that kind with a bonnet on that's my personal thing um do I think that if I was with a friend and we looked over that we won't look back at each other and be like what mm-hmm. but then shortly moved on to our meal like I do I think I would get up and go over to her no, no, no. to express Absolutely to her not. um how I feel about her wearing her bonnet no would I look at her like okay uh, she could be at that interesting. table right and then move on yeah i don't feel like it it has to be a big wide conversation um whether yeah. somebody's wearing a bonnet or not but i know as for me in my house i find that to be tacky uh y'all see that progressive commercial it'd be like no cussing no fussing no. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> with the people turning into their parents <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that made me think about that. It's how I asked to be in my house. Okay, yeah. Terry, what That's you think? Um, I can give. I can care less if somebody wear a bonnet or not. Okay, it don't bother me. Um, I mean, it's the fuck it. 
this is my thing. It's the airport, right? Um, I don't care. The bonnet babes be at the airport and on right. Spirit Airlines. It's Spirit, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe Southwest the, if it's going to a if it's it, going to it's Atlanta. Spirit and Southwest, bro. Let me tell you something. Listen, <laughs> Actually, any flight going was, to Atlanta, them bitches gonna be on there with them bonnets going to Atlanta something. or Houston. Okay, let me in Miami and Miami and Miami. oh in Miami, hoes is gonna be on. Let me tell you oh, something. In Jamaica too these days. Let me tell you something. The shit that be happening on them flights, you probably should wear your bonnet. Okay, I know, this girl. Wear your fucking bonnet. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you. I don't care what people do in the airport. I just don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care what you do in Walmart. There are places where <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. it is what it is. I mean, Walmart's yeah. the place. It's inevitable. Yeah, I <laughs> Walmart is the place where you'll Walmart, see Walmart, sure. Foreman Mills. Um, what did you say? What was the last place? Foreman Mills. Foreman Mills. Mm. Foreman Mills. But <laughs> now the a restaurant. If it's sneaking out the air, I mean, at the restaurant, I might be like, oh, okay. I mean, but if it's like the Chicken Shack. Like you roll some Harold's <laughs> or some shit like that with your bonnet on, bottle something like a tourist. Kennedy's you know fried chicken. Yeah. You about to grab some chicken real quick. But an actual sit down restaurant, that might be a mm. bit much. But am I gonna judge you? Am I gonna snap a fucking picture of you and put it on social? Yeah. No. No, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care that much. Okay. So what do you think in this is the same uh do you share the same sentiment when a nigga rolls up with his do-rag on like yep. how so if a if a dude pulled up on you you at the grocery store and he's looking gorgeous he's cute and he got a dewy on you still going to be like mm, you turn it you making a tanika face <laughs> i still feel like that's tacky that you're in the that you're shopping in the grocery store with your do rag on i feel like that's tacky um so you saying no to the six two chocolate body banging like a fucking speaker system dude first of all there is a such thing as hat fish uh, a do rag fish so i don't know what's up <laughs> under that do rag but you could tell i think with do rag on you could together. tell if he got a peanut head or not but you can't tell if there's hair at the I'm, top or not ah uh, you think you gonna get george jefferson or if the hairline the uh, you can't see the hairline with the do right you can't see that taper you, know what I'm saying? you can't see if it's back here or if it's up here but i still think it's tacky i mean so you left you left your house with your do-rag on to come to the grocery store to shop for groceries i still think i still think it's tacky. i think i would more so judge what's in his basket like I'll look at the Dewey. If he has hot pockets, pizza rolls, cereal, <laughs> <laughs> shit like that in his basket, yes. it's a no for me. Yep. But if I Or if he told me conversate. See? I'm more <laughs> talking about the conversate than the Let motherfucking conversate. do-rag. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. See, see yeah. the conversation we had? What's the pet most pettiest thing you ever not talked to a dude over? Tanika's gonna be the do-rag. Mine's gonna be the conversate. Yours is gonna be the fucking hot pockets. Yeah. I'm not talking to a nigga who only eats junk food. I absolutely that's a no for me. Or anybody I dated this guy who ate it too who ate it. Who ate <laughs> too too much cereal. And I was just like, I know. Mm. This nigga will bleed breeze through a box of cereal a day. Oh no, that's too mm. much, bro. I was that's like, what? you don't know what that uh, that sounds like broccoli is? Yeah. You you don't want no meat? <laughs> <laughs> so you just did not think of you ain't gonna eat this ass? chicken wing. <laughs> oh, actually, 
this nigga was the head champion. <laughs> he okay. he was in first place. All right, <laughs> lucky charm fiend ass. Right, it's all that cereal flirting. I know. She's a champ. It's all the cereal flirting that helps him to right know, hone in on his uh, right. Okay, this nigga was in first place. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he won. Okay, but yeah. All right. Yeah. So cool. That's no directs. No your boxers. Seeing your boxers. Mm-hmm. Tacky to me too. I don't want to see. I don't feel like I should be seeing your boxers. Yeah, no, we shouldn't see that. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? I don't. I know. I, I like to really wear draws. So <laughs> this loose booty. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, only. Me I realized. Do <laughs> so like to either? So. I have to wear draws. I mean, the only reason why I feel like I wear draws is to kind of cover up my fupa. Like, so is it covering it though, sis? I feel like it pushes it down. I feel like it pushes it down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I feel like, cause just like your ass, you know, when you put on draws, your ass be a little more compressed. I feel like it mm-hmm. makes me look like my stomach is flat. Okay. So, for those reasons only. Okay. okay. But anyway, I wear bra though. Yeah, I don't think I have a choice. Well, actually, I've been pretty braless this summer, and as y'all see, yeah, twenty one thirty four, twenty one thirty four, twenty one thirty four. Go. Um. Oh, I hope my colleagues don't listen to this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, colleagues. All right. So, hey, black men speaking on black women's hair and nails, like in body and lashes, etc is that so you mean negatively speaking on it like yeah. I don't cause I like Peter like, from Real Housewives oh, you know Uncle Uncle Ben yes I mean I guess I've never experienced a man saying he likes this versus that I feel like niggas be hyping up my lashes niggas hype up my hair niggas hype up my eyebrows so I, I haven't and again I don't do too much but I don't think that men should I mean same thing with the bonnet why do you have an opinion y'all out here getting sew-ins mm. <laughs> full Talk of about it. y'all out here getting a 360 sew-in mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a, what, what is it a, a 224 piece a yeah you get a 24 piece a 27 piece <laughs> beard Oh my gosh. But I with, um, Beijing. What? Uh, yes. Yes. Girl. I saw a dude with locks. Yes. Like, full locks. Goddess. Bruh. <laughs> Not goddess. Not goddess. <laughs> Not goddess. A lace lock. Yes, like, girl. Really? I be walking okay. around feeling like I'm in a Tyler Perry play. Like, what? Where's the mic? You gonna see the little mic sitting on their no forehead? Way. No, <laughs> right? Uh-uh. No. I mean, bust into a musical real quick. Okay. Right. right. No, I mean, I can't say that I've had men say something to me personally, um, mm-hmm. because I, I haven't. It's just like on socials. All it's just so much of that happening. Um, and it's just annoying to see. I just really have to. That's why I don't spend a lot of time on IG too often. Like if I'm on there, I'm on there for a little bit, and then I'll send stuff to you guys, you know, whatever, and then I'm off of there because I just can't. It's just too much of people with their fucking opinion about this person doing this, and it's just like, why the fuck do you care? Like with Judge Joe Brown. 
that nigga, like, bruh, you got like a toe. Like half your left foot is in the grave almost about to be, you about to be an ancestor soon. Like, mm-hmm. how dare you mm-hmm. get on Blue Ivy internet <laughs> that is so funny and talk about Lizzo yeah I almost a little bit care about I don't really care that much about what you said about Cardi like I care but I don't care cause she a mm-hmm. woman too so I care cause she a woman but Lizzo nah mm-hmm. you're not about to body shame her that's what you're not gonna you do bother nobody right she just be living her great life and you gonna get your Honestly. ass on this internet and you about to be an ancestor and we supposed to care about you Nah, mm. that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Mm-mm. That's just not cool. Mm. I don't appreciate it. As a black woman, I don't appreciate it. Mm. And then oh, Peter has his shit to say about black women. And I mean, you know, that's just him. He likes to do stuff like that. He mm-hmm. likes to say stuff. And you know, yeah. that's the shit I'm talking about. His handle is definitely um, of Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's Peter Thomas of RHOA. So it's kind of... It, it it's I think it it pays for him to be messy or to gossip mm. like the ladies do. I think I, you I, are I right. too am annoyed with it. I too am annoyed with um men getting on onto the interwebs and expressing their negative opinions, the yelling it from the um, <clears throat> rooftop about men, um, oh, about women. Yeah, um, and I think that it a victim mentality that that they want to hold on to um, by blaming other people or pointing out the negative things in other people and using that as an excuse as to why they think there aren't any of this particular woman that they like mm-hmm. um, when those women just don't like you. So um, Okay. Yes. Uh, so just uh, pay attention to yourself. Focus on the people that are focused on you and not the people that you don't want to focus on. I just think that that's, that's, yeah, that's a silly point a silly way of going about your life in my opinion and I enjoy seeing it because I'm just like okay block because you mm-hmm. want some you want some next thank you for expressing yourself honestly and out loud mm. mm-hmm. so that I, I know mm, I really like that point that um people are always talking about where the women that like this what why this type of woman or why I can't find this type of man because they don't like you right and I think when you feel like I am not attracting X, Y, and Z, that's not a bash on that type of man or woman. That should be an internal reflection at that point. Yeah, because you're not exuding that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're trying to act like that's what you want, but you're not exuding that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The universe is not giving you that because you're not a reflection of yeah. that. We're yeah. only going to allow... Or we're only going to have in our realm who we are. Right. Mm. And you're not going to see a fucking duck walking around in a pig's pen. I mean, because their their farmers aren't putting them together. But well, also, <laughs> I'm I, just we saying, get what you're saying. Not their homies. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. even in the real world, you're not about to see a whole bunch of, um, I don't know, uh, roaches flying around with these fucking cicadas. Right. They just don't go whatever. I don't know. Poor analogy. Yeah. I tried. But yeah, um, yeah you are that, yeah. You are who you attract. Looking in at at maybe I'm not attracting this type of person because I'm not in the circle of those types of people. You know what I mean? Like I have a friend that's always 
complaining about uh, women and how the type of woman he wants, he's not finding them. I was like, well, where do you think you will find them? I don't know. That's your problem. Okay. You need to be where those type of people would be. And you're not in those circles because you don't belong there yet. So you need to do some inner work and do some, make some changes so that you will feel comfortable and you feel like you belong in the same places where those women that you're looking for are. Mm, Focus on that. Don't focus on complaining. And how do you even know you like that type of person? And that's my thing. You, also. you're saying you've created this idea of what mm-hmm. you would like. You made that shit up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that kind of nigga. How do you, you know? And you've know. never right. dated that kind of person, and you're not that kind of person. Exactly. You want a nigga who takes you out ten times a week. You don't go out ten times a week, and but you in the house all day. You don't know ten places to go. You don't even know ten places. <laughs> go yes 100 oh, i want a woman who cooks for me but you don't know how to cook, yeah. how to cook. you don't know what you want to eat nigga you, what you, hot you dogs eat? Cereal. exactly you got hot pockets in your fucking cart nigga so, <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know steak oh i swear to god if i ever go to a man's house and he has steakums in his refrigerator <laughs> and or freezer we're done i'm leaving I'm putting my panties back on and I'm Flip. leaving. <laughs> not even come off if I fuck as we fake them. That's it's a fact. Flipped. Yeah, that's yeah. it's not happening. But no, yeah. I get you. It's I a get facade. You. People have these facades of other people and they put these people in these boxes. They're like, oh yeah, you know, this is what this person is like. And it's just you made up this whole fucking story of this person. Mm-hmm. And they're nothing like that. You you meet this person or a person like that. And they're mm-hmm. nothing fucking like that. I, mm-hmm. I hate that shit. I, and that's I why it. I say you don't know what you want by going on dates. You're not going to figure out what you want by going on dates. I, it's hard to say, but you got to be in a lot of relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have to really be relating with motherfuckers. But I think that takes a level of vulnerability that we don't give within the first 90, to, 90 days to six months. We're not giving that type of vulnerability in open and honesty within that time mm. it's hard there has to be some trust As before j- you feel like you could be vulnerable with them took it out my damn mouth because it's true it is true. and i would i mean all of our listeners who are looking to date or in the dating realm i would definitely suggest listen to Brene's Brene brown's anatomy of trust she breaks down what trust looks like. I mean, I always reference that even when I think about, even if I'm dating someone, right? And I've been dating you for 30 to 90 days. I like to break down where you fall. So she calls it braving. I think I've talked about this a million times. She calls it braving. Boundaries, reliability, uh, BRA, accountability, some, 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 like all these different things, right? And I try to, put them in those categories okay um jimmy has shown me he respects my boundaries because he's done x y and z jimmy has shown me he's reliable because he's done x y and z and she calls it her marble jar so when they show you those things you put their marble jar and then once that marble jar is full now we've established some sort of trust because they've hit these points and I think that's awesome. And I feel like, nigga, if your jar not full, I'm not telling you shit. I don't trust you. And after 90 days, if your jar don't have half the fucking marbles in it, don't call me no more. But that could be a lot. <laughs> that may be a lot, but I think that's a really mm-hmm. great tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it works. Yeah. If that works. 
Yeah. I think it does. I mean, if people you have are to be able to recognize it though, too. Yeah. Yes. When mm-hmm. and based upon what you like, if someone is showing you that they respect your boundaries, if someone is showing you reliability, those like, okay, I know I could rely on Jimmy because he told me he was gonna come and put this bike rack on my car at five o'clock, and he showed up at five o'clock and put the fucking bike rack up. It may be a small thing, and that's what we think trust comes in. And this is research behind this. We think trust comes in these big grand gestures, right? Right? But trust is made in these tiny little moments that we have. You can either break or build trust just like that. Um, she gave an example about a guy. He had just rushed home and he like, all right, I just want to get home. I want to finish this last piece of my book. Like I'm at the end of the book. I want to finish it. So he get home, take his clothes off. He full. They just left dinner. He ready to get in the bed. He pulled, cracked the book open. But on his way to get the book, he walked past the bathroom and his wife was combing her hair. And she looked like tears was coming down her eyes. And he like, fuck. Like now I got to ask this bitch what's wrong with her. Oh, and no. so that's what was in his mind. But that moment, he could have jumped his ass right back in that bed and finished that book. But he went to her and like, hey, like, what's going on with you? Was like, those are the moments where trust is built, I feel like. And yes, yeah, for sure. I think that when you with that, though, with the marbles, you have to be sure that you aren't giving people a test, though. And Mm -hmm. the, the moment for the marbles have to be organic. Yes, organic. 100%. No, yeah. yeah, we're not out here testing people. I feel yeah. like, yeah, that, that's, that's not... Like, okay, because with 90 days, that's a time limit. Because as, mm-hmm. as people, we can always say, okay, well, he has 90 days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not saying that, but with 90, you know, you know what I mean? We can all well, I mean, we can get the into first that mode. 90 days, mm-hmm. I think within the first 90 days of dating someone, they kind of show you a little bit who they are. Yeah. So you are measuring those moments. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember on Thursday he did this. That really made me feel like I could trust him with my secrets, marble, whatever. So I, I think after dating someone after 90 days and they ain't got shit in that jar, I think it's okay to say, hi, holla at you later. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you probably wouldn't take me that long. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I feel honestly. like after the first I mean, couple yeah. weeks, you don't got shit. <laughs> no, you said yeah, you yeah. was gonna be here at seven and or whatever the yeah, case may be. Always like, late. Always inconsistent. Oh, this person's gonna call me back, and no, no. Yeah. How am I ever gonna trust you when uh, you you can't even deliver the dinner on time? They what? Yeah. Or whatever the case, you don't keep your promises. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like a man is is only as good as his word. A person, a human, you're only as good as your word. And if I can't trust your word, nigga, if I can't trust you gonna say what you said the fuck you was gonna do. Right. But anyway, I digress. I feel like we said good. Um, So I know we're (laughs) coming up on time. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. Terry, did you say what you, how you feel about men um, minding women's business? I don't yeah. remember. I think I she think. started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Now oh, we're about to talk about these fucking pick me's. Oh, yeah, boy. What's fucking pick me's? Like, Can we talk about me? the definition? No. Because I feel okay. like it's skewed at this point what a pick me is. And now it's become an insult. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's what I was going to say. So, what do you think, in your opinion, what do you think a pick me is? Like a pick me. I feel like it's somebody that. Does the most to uh, be picked? Um, whether sometimes it's not true, not, not true feelings, but if they think that 
the person that they are focusing on would favor that particular opinion, they express it as if it is theirs. That to me is a pick me. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. Baby. Mm. I'm I'm learning. I'm oh, learning okay. what a pick me <laughs> is. I, I yeah. I know people like that. You never heard of the term? I've never heard of that term. This is new to me. Educate okay. me. Okay. Says the definition, mm-hmm. and this is really crazy because I had already sent the run of the show to you guys, and my sister had sent me something. It was on Baller Alert today, so hey, Baller Alert was good. It was pick me and its toxicity with black women, and so I'm just gonna go to the definition. A pick me is a woman who has internalized misogyny and deliberately goes out of their way to impress men. Exclude the obvious women catering to the male ego because the term is really inappropriately used with them. Okay, that's all I'm gonna read. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what it is, right? Um, and so I think that at times, because it's not, in my opinion, like it can also be at other times. You people, people, period, can be pick me's, but mm-hmm. in this scenario, that well, in most times, whenever we speak as women. We're like, damn, she being a fucking pick me. She a pick me mm-hmm. ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, never mind. I was gonna say a specific person that's <laughs> on TV. This mm-hmm. black woman that's on TV that work on Fox. She a pick me. But mm. you know, um, yeah. It's so, a- what do you think? Do you think at times you've been a pick me? No. Uh, I have when I was younger. Yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. in my youth. Yes, especially dating men from other cultures. I feel like I was so wrapped up in their culture. Not necessarily like, ooh, pick me. But it's like, bitch, why is you over here making a goosey soup? You don't even eat this okay. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't even eat this mm-hmm. shit. You don't even like spicy food. And I'm over here burning mm-hmm. my fucking tongue for some fucking rice. Mm-hmm. I don't like jollof rice. I fucking hate jollof rice. The only mm-hmm. thing I like from Nigerian culture is puff puff. I don't like jollof and rice And the men. And Shut me. up, baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like that dick. No, you know, called out just always <laughs> every episode, every episode. But that's I, why I mean, I that was just come, all I, I, I come back saying. specifically for the shots. I get shot at yeah. every, every episode, but I'm here. You're welcome. I'm here. You're welcome. You know, welcome. I got thick skin. That's right. Um. I don't like Nigerian men, but since and I don't like Nigerian dick, they actually have the worst sex ever. They're very like no, we're not. We're not. That's (laughs) staying. That is fucking staying. Nigerian niggas cannot fuck. They rush. They don't understand pleasure. They don't understand pleasing women. Nada has some older Nigerian men who just like I just want to eat your pussy. Okay, that'll be twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, this is Stevie's <laughs> opinion, guys. This is my <laughs> not Terry nor Tanika's opinion. <laughs> All Stevie's opinion. All right. Okay, keep it moving. Um, but yes, yeah. I've been a pick me for sure. De- dating men from different cultures. I don't think that's considered a pick me though. You don't think I so? Think that's compromise. I think that's compromise. Mm, no, I felt like I did not like that shit. <laughs> I was not speaking up for myself to be like, oh, actually, okay. I don't like yeah. spicy food. I don't like the, yeah, mm-hmm. my eyes fucking watering making jollof rice because all these fucking peppers <laughs> and onions. I mean, it's like, cook, like, no, what the fuck? About to die. 
I, girl, the first time I had fufu, I thought it was mashed potatoes, so I put salt and butter on it. Yes. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that shit ever again in life. Compromise. Okay. I, girl, I lost so much damn weight. Dang, I'm not serious. But, okay. Tanika? <laughs> um, I've definitely been a pick-me in my youth, um, for sure, because I was boy crazy. Um, and I was just doing whatever it took to, you know, get their attention or get them to like me. Um, and you know, I didn't really know myself at the time and didn't think I was enough. So mm. yeah, that's, that's when I was a pick me. Um, Same. and so, yeah, I will admit that. I mean, there's what it is. today. You know, I understand that everybody's not everybody's taste is not the same, and so what what you don't like about me, you don't like about me, and that's why you know we're not meant to be, and that's okay. Right, I don't have to morph. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if I was ever picking me. I feel like I've always been. I've pretty much been a rebel. I go Mm. against the grain most of the time. I 100 Mm percent believe that. I could see. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So. Thanks, guys. Right. Yeah. She just so. found out she's one hundred percent that bitch. <laughs> Her DNA anyway. test came back. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So. Well. Was, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Um, so. So really quickly, we only mm-hmm. have a few moments left. But um, does anyone have any interest of the week? Nika, do you have one? I, I mean, if I could take this opportunity to shout out all the businesses, the people businesses, you know, my family members and stuff. Yeah, go okay. ahead, girl. Okay, cool. Hit and let's go. So for your budgeting and financial needs, I would recommend Superville and Bowen. That's S-U-P-E-R-V-I-L-L-E-N-A-N-D-B-O-W-E-N. For your um, financial needs, they do consultations and things of that nature, if that's an area where you're lacking. Also, um, the Urban Hedge Witch, that's... um, Sound like some shit I'm interested in. Yeah, so listen up. T-H-E-U-R-B-A-N-H-E-D-G-E-W-I-T-C-H underscore on Instagram. She does handmade... um, she just made this really beautiful selenite wand and it's wrapped in Ooh, flowers. Girl, just gorgeous. She makes body scrubs and, and lotions and potions. So. Oh, potions? Check it out. Yes, lotions mm. and potions. I'm excited. Crystals. Okay. We'll have to make sure we tag all, that all of them. I'll send it yeah. to you for sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm. Thank you, Tamika, for joining okay. us on this lovely episode. And I, I have... do have it. A... Go ahead. Sorry. Did you go ahead? So I have a book. Um, Ooh, of course, yes. And I, uh, it's the Gucci Man book. Oh, have oh, you? Okay. <laughs> it's a little hood. Um, I just started. I just started um, reading it yesterday. It's called uh, "The Gucci Man Guide to Greatness," and it's mm. a self help mm. book. It's a self help book, and. I like it. It's a picture book, to be honest. But I like it because you could tell it's him talking. I like reading books 
that he didn't have too much editing done to it. He didn't have mm. nobody really sweep it. It's really him talking. You know what I'm saying? And okay. it's a it's a very easy read. And mm. I felt like he came to his publisher like, all right, this is what I got. She like, okay, let's bust that font up to 16 point and we're going to print this shit. <laughs> we're going to get this shit printed for you, Gucci. Um, but no, I mean, I really love to hear men be vulnerable and be open about their experiences, especially working in entertainment. Um, I really like how he's able to see the end goal and understand humanity. Like we, we all are out here just trying to do our fucking best and whatever that looks like for you. And I really like that he's promoting that message. Like you are the author, you're the co-author, you're the author, you're the publisher of your life. And however you see it fit, I don't know anyone who's like, like, I am going to be a pilot. I'm going to do what I got to do to be a pilot. I'm going to talk to other pilots. I'm going to go to pilot school and don't end up being a pilot. Like, I feel like if, I mean, it's, if you can achieve it, you can believe it or whatever kind of book. But I really like to hear it coming from that hood nigga perspective. Because mm, I love up. a hood nigga. But okay. yeah, she's stupid. All right. <laughs> so um, I have a book. It's Happiness in Your Life, Book One, Karma. And it's mm. by, I'm going to butcher this shit, but it's Doe, D-O-E, and Zatamata, Z-A-N-T-A-M-A-T-A. And in this book, it has the 12 laws of karma. Mm-hmm. I just wrote the 12 laws of karma down, and mm-hmm. I'm going to get the book so I can have all of it. But yes, mm-hmm. so far, so good. Um, yeah, and with that, we're gonna move on to the press to be oppressed. Mm, I feel Mika, like this whole episode one? was about yes. people nah, being pressed to be oppressed. <laughs> I came prepared. Yes, get it. Let's go, Tanika. So it has nothing to do with what we were talking about today, but so good. The people that I find to be pressed to be oppressed are Uber, Grubhub, um, etc. Delivery drivers. Okay. Um, I feel like if you're going up to somebody's door to remind them to give you a bigger tip because of the distance you travel, you're out of pocket. You know what you signed up for with this job. You should talk to Lyft or Grubhub about bumping up the amount of money that you get for making this delivery and okay. not um, talking to the people you've delivered the food to. And you're okay. begging. To give you a tip. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's on that. Mm-hmm. DB pressed pressed mm-hmm. I don't have one today guys okay so you know I got the good old 46 he's pressed to be oppressed you know who else is she loves coming for the president fuck him, <laughs> mm. fuck him. seriously mm. every His episode vice her president, president fuck mm. her too mm. Ooh, Kamala yep. you yeah. know what everybody fuck was standing the whole with administration. my girl. Everybody was standing okay. with Kamala, Chucks and Pearls. Yes. yes. Fuck the whole administration. Mm. Okay. The Until whole they do some sh- The whole administration. Until they do right <laughs> by the people that put them in that motherfucking place that they're in, mm. it's going to be fucked them every day, all day. Okay. Mm. And he just cutting stimulus at the stimulus and think that we're going to be good. Yeah. That's not it. Okay. That's not it. That ain't enough. And they're doing um, like that. mortgage and rent payments now. I saw that online. Like you can apply to have your um, rent forgiven for a month, your electricity bills, 
for all four months. Go so, wait, if you so, go to so, if you're are you in PG County or no, she lives she no. lives in Illinois. So she's trying to see well. Oh. So you're trying to I'm, tell me yeah, I'm my, trying to figure uh, out who's gonna give me land, who's gonna give me my money. Okay. It's for landlords too. Landlords Okay, um, cool, cool, cool. I saw it on DC.gov because I was like, How do I apply, girl? I contemplate not paying my rent this month. And I was like, um, should I be trifling and try to get I mean, me? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like it's trifling. There. Yeah, if it's there, take I was down. like, do I submit my electricity bill or my rent? Because they're equally the same at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I say, you know what, March, come March 11th, I ain't paying this. Like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, all right, yeah. Yeah, hmm. so, yeah, so fuck them. And today do right by us. It's gonna be fucked up every day, all day, and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's it. Um, okay. thank you again, Tanika, for joining us. On thank you, Tanika. This was great. Thank you. I had a wonderful time. Good. Well, we and hope you know, we about this bitch. All right. Bye. Bye. No refills, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>